0: Ladies, and welcome back to She of the Faith series with myself and Leah. And boy, are we excited to talk about our special
1: guest in the scriptures. Final installment of She Rose. Final installment Ladies, of She Rose. We get to sit um, today in the presence of God's Word with Dorcas, Sister Dorcas, our sister, Sister Tabitha, in uh, in the miraculous Book of Acts, where just dynamite after dynamite after dynamite mm-hmm. of God's Word growing. Um, and here we see this woman who is a part of the growth, a part of the multiplication. And so we get to jump into her story today. Yes, can Y'all I
0: already? Yes, can I read it for us? Go for it. Acts chapter nine, verses thirty-six through forty-three. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. She was always doing good works and acts of charity. About that time, she became sick and died. After washing her, they placed her in a room upstairs. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples heard that Peter was there and sent two men to him who urged him, don't delay in coming with us. Peter got up and went with them. When he arrived, they led him to the room upstairs and all the widows approached him weeping and showing him the robes and clothes that Dorcas had made. While she was with them, Peter sent them all out of the room. He knelt down, prayed, and turning toward the body, said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes, saw Peter, and sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her stand up. He called the saints and widows and presented her alive. This became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. Peter stayed for some time in Joppa with Simon, a leather tanner. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Thanks be to God. Mm, I'm excited about this. Yes.
1: Okay. So as we jump into Dorcas as our final shero, yeah. um, this story, as you read, is in Acts 9. And I'm just going to give like a recap of like where we're at, what are we talking about? So she, Dorcas, also known as Tabitha, she is a follower of Jesus. She's called a disciple, Mm -hmm. right? And she's in her space, living faithfully on mission, using her skills as a seamstress to care for these widows, the marginalized in her community. And so um, what I think is really cool too is that she lives in Joppa. She's in Joppa, come on, which is a part of Judea. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever read the book of Acts, you know that it begins mm-hmm. with Jesus telling his disciples, You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Talk about in it in Acts 1:8. So when we look at this, this is the gospel spreading into Judea, right? Mm -hmm. We're seeing that expansion begin to happen and Dorcas is a key part of it. She is so beloved that when she takes ill and dies, her community is like mourning. They're They're out of their minds with grief. Yes. Uh, And they say, go get Peter, who's over in the next town, and tell him to come. And we can only believe that maybe they had heard of the healings and miracles that had already happened Mm -hmm. and believe that maybe it could happen for them too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What you did for them, do for me, Lord. That's it. Okay? And so they bring Peter. He prays. She is brought back to life. So this is a resurrection narrative. And because of her resurrection, many people believe and begin to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're at in the narrative. Um yeah and so what stands out? Like, what are the things that we're drawing out of this from Dorcas's life and story?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of things that stand out is that she is called a disciple. This mm-hmm. is the first time yeah. in scripture that a woman is actually called, like, explicitly is called. explicitly yeah. called a disciple. And um, Leah, you talked about this, that it, it's in the Greek feminine. Yeah, it's in the Greek there's, feminine. They're talking about her yeah, specifically. And yeah. There's no
1: confusion. There's
0: no confusion about that. Right. And so she's following Jesus devoutly. She is committed to living out his way so much so that her influence in the community does have people at a state of like, almost like the way that we would grieve someone like Dr. Martin Luther King Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or a president that was deeply loved. Right, Right. Right. Like these people are grieving her in that same exact yeah. way where people are like weeping the and that impact, the resonates. impact yeah. resonates and mm-hmm. so she's mm-hmm. beloved in her community and she's beloved in her community not because like she's just out here doing a whole lot of things she actually is just using what she has and she's faithful mm-hmm. on her metaphorical block mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> she is she is faithful on her miracle, metaphorical block Yeah, and so she has influence she has a, a, a importance and mm-hmm. the The gospel has been multiplied Mm -hmm. because of the glory of God being displayed through her life, through her motives, through her intentions, Mm -hmm. through her actions. She is a full embodiment of the good news of Jesus Christ. I would even push us further to say she is a full embodiment of the gospel story Mm -hmm. of literally
1: life uh, death yeah. and resurrection. Yeah, yeah. amen. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Shadowed, or not even shadowed because it's already happened. But it's yes. reflected. It's reflected in her life. Yes, exactly. The the pathway of Jesus and how she gets to reflect that with her life. Yes, is is to me one of the biggest things that stands out about this narrative. Love it. Um. And and so yeah, I think that. When we look at how God uses her Mm -hmm. um, and her life in his grand narrative, Mm. I think, as we already said, she is a woman who is a disciple. Mm -hmm. God uses her life to paint another crystal clear picture of a woman in the book of Acts who is following Jesus. Yep. Last week, we talked about Priscilla. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also Lydia who's mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. So she is, um, Dorcas is counted in that number of Mm -hmm. named women who were in that inner circle following Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yep. Um, Yep. And not only that, but she really is um, embodying what the true gospel looks like. When you have in the book of James... Uh, What is true religion? James 1, 27, Mm -hmm. right? It's to care for the widows and the orphans. Mm -hmm. In their time 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 of need. need. That's right. And so this is exactly how she's living out her faith day in and day out. She Mm -hmm. is on mission. And she's on mission because she's a disciple. And it says that she was always doing good works and acts of charity. We know that she's exemplifying a life following Jesus in this um, holistic way, right? So when we say holistic gospel, we're talking about meeting both the physical needs and the spiritual needs because we know that they're not actually a dichotomy. They're not separated. They're intended to be reflective of one another and intertwined. And -hmm. so the holistic gospel is the proclamation and the praxis together mm-hmm. to really put the gospel on display. And this mm-hmm. this woman right here, she is doing that. She is doing it. She is
0: doing that. She is doing it. She is doing it for sure. I, I love her um, as an example for us as wi- women, Leah, because of how she is holistically living out the gospel. Oftentimes we can compartmentalize our faith, but this woman right here is literally being a student of God's word Mm -hmm. and and practicing it in her life in real time, not Mm -hmm. seeking to separate them or compartmentalize them, but she embodies it in such a way that she's like, no, this Mm -hmm. is what the gospel is. Hey ladies. Have you heard of the Urban Woman Club yet? The Urban Woman Club is an online giving club through the Urban Christian Woman designed to plan for the long-term reach of more urban women, restoring them with God's truth for everyday life. This community aligns with our needs. And while we're grateful for annual donations, we invite you to consider becoming a monthly committed partner at one of the levels and embark with us on a lasting journey. Your monthly support starting even at a base level of $7 can consistently transform lives. Plus, by becoming a monthly partner, you're not just supporting a cause by seeking restoration in urban women's lives. You're joining a community that gives back to you and to other women in urban contexts. Our monthly partners will enjoy exclusive perks, including a free monthly downloadable phone background, and you can elevate your tech with a touch of encouragement, specially crafted just for you. You can go to theurbanchristianwoman.com, click on monthly giving, and find more about the Urban Woman Club. How is the presence and promise of Christ shown through this Shiro? I think Leah has done, you've done a great uh, job at alluding to the way in which uh, the presence of Christ is being embodied through her. And I think Christ is at work in her, embodying his life through his care mm-hmm. for people, mm-hmm. um, his His care for people. Dorcas echoes Christ. Wherever we see in the stories of the gospel accounts, what do we see Jesus doing before Jesus calls people to repentance and to believe, we see him caring and meeting for needs. We have a high priest Mm -hmm. who can sympathize. Mm with us and he he totally sympathizes with every single person that he encounters um who has a need and so mm-hmm. uh our sister uh Dorcas does this and displays this so beautifully mm-hmm. beautifully she she serves practically she meets physical needs she shares the gospel um and then she dies and is raised to show the power mm-hmm. of God at work and i love the imagery of even how uh Peter himself kneels down and prays toward her body mm-hmm. um, and, and calls forth for her to get up. There's this th- there's even the embodiment of care of how much she is loved, that even the apostles mm-hmm. are stepping into the space and they are humbling themselves. These are like desperate postures of her love and how she has embodied Christ. Mm-hmm. And so um I see the power of God at work. We also see that Christ is present in the life of his church, all of us who follow him, right? We can be expected Mm -hmm. that his power will show up through our lives when we follow him.
1: Yeah, and I want to even point out like in the narrative how that is so true because I love... This little, like, sort of detail that after washing her, they placed her in a room upstairs. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, wait, I think we heard that Peter was over there in that other town. Like, we should go get him, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. they were, like, on this sort of pathway preparing to bury her. I mean, they already washed her body. Mm -hmm. And there's sort of this, like, shift in the thought of, like, Mm -hmm. well, maybe Christ's power can actually show up in this desperate situation.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I have to say this. Usually, we don't, you know, we we talk about what we find in scripture. But Leah, even when um, I was reading this, and it was talking about how they placed her body upstairs, I was thinking about the widow of Zarephath the week before, oh, and her, yeah, and they placed the son mm-hmm. upstairs, and there is something powerful. Um, I don't even know the connection. It's like a mm-hmm. question that I have that I want to ask mm-hmm. the Lord. Like, is there, when we go to the upper room, are we, in, or is it an act of faith mm-hmm. to trust that you're going to do something? You're going to move mm-hmm. in alignment with us trusting you to show mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. going into the upper room. You know, it's a question I have, yeah. but, but needless to say, to your point, like, I, I think the power of God being on display is is right on point. Yeah. It's right on point. Yeah.
1: And I think that she she modeled that as well of mm-hmm. in in her proclamation, like yeah. the power of God would show up through her actions. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but believe that. For those who were in her sphere of influence, they were so infected or impacted yeah. by that, that it was their same response as mm. well. They, yes, there is a moment of grief, just yeah. washing her body and stuff. But yeah. then there's almost this coming to of like, Ooh. wait, she always talked to us about God's power. Mm. Maybe God's power can actually meet us in our moment of suffering yeah. and sorrow as well. And mm-hmm. so then there's a shift in the narrative, mm-hmm. which brings ultimately life, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I love that. I love that we can see just the power of Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, which is all throughout Acts, like Mm -hmm. really popping out in this narrative with this woman Dorcas and her resurrection. Yeah, Um, I think about how really like the Holy Spirit is always present and active through the life of people surrendered to him. So when Mm -hmm. we see in her life, this power, when we see in her life, this wisdom, when we see good works, when we see Mm -hmm. love, when we see miracles, right? We can expect to see all mm. of these things and more, and more in the lives of believers, because he has promised his Holy Spirit. And so, when Jesus says, "You will do even greater things," that's than what I he, was just thinking about. Greater works than these will you be able to and, do? And you look sideways because you are like, "Great, greater works, greater works." Jesus. Greater works. But I think ladies, we don't actually really this is why I love that we're camping out with a Shiro who is in mm-hmm. um Acts and the and the early church because this yeah. is the first time that they're experiencing the power of the yeah. Holy Spirit for yeah. yeah. I love it because People don't even, and we don't even really understand like the full dynamic of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And how God's spirit in us is even greater than Jesus walking <laughs> on the ark with the people. Like wow. Yes. hmm hmm His embodiment of, of dwelling in us with us, like mm-hmm. renewing our hearts to actually be his heart, yeah, is more powerful. Yep. Even than the incarnation. What? what? So that's wild to me. It is um, super wild. It's super
0: wild. Yeah. And yeah. and I think about I mean like we're jumping into application. We're transitioning into application. Yeah. But um as as we think about what we can embody, and as you're talking about this, Leah, a promise that we can really embody from Dorcas's story today is that we do serve a holistic king who promises to show up practically right. and spiritually in power. Yeah. And that he those were his words yeah. that he said before ascension: greater works mm-hmm. than these will you be able to do. Mm-hmm. And I think about that, Leah, because. Are we living like we believe the words of God to be true? Mm. These people who saw that Dorcas had died, it says in verse 38, it says, since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples heard that Peter was there and sent two men to him who urged him. So the 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 disciples I you know my spiritual imagination are they believing the, the words are being recalled of mm-hmm. greater works than these mm-hmm. will you be able mm-hmm. to do and and they push forward to send two folk to go to go get Peter yeah you know it speaks to yeah. the fact that they believe the words of Christ mm-hmm. when he ascended and I think to myself in my day-to-day life am I embracing and believing the truth of scripture that says greater works than these Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. will you be able to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that he has all power, knowing that his power has now been imparted into his people. Yeah. Do I live like greater works than these? Yeah, Mm mm-hmm.
1: Do we, do, how... um
0: how- and I ain't talking about no denominational type stuff. I'm talking about literally like I'm talking about like
1: so power. This is this is what I think is really important to Shiba that that we just are talking about the Holy Spirit and what because I think to what you're saying of not not being confused with a denomination or anything like that, but what is the evidence of the Holy Spirit? What has the Holy Spirit um promised? to do or to be in us right mm-hmm. because i think a lot of times we look for these sort of like uh falling out or or like dramatic things like- those can be so stratified along denominational lines. But yeah. when we look at God's word, like yes, He has promised miracles. Okay. Yes. Yes, we will see healings, right? Yes. And and you can look globally at yeah, the see global church. Come on, that, now. that is actually true. And when and when you look at your day-to-day life, mm-hmm. the power of the Holy Spirit is promised to us through what? Through mm-hmm. boldness. Yes. Through proclamation. That's through, right. And when you think about healing, this is what I think is so incredible. Mm-hmm. Because healing is can be not. Not just physical healing. Come on, talk about okay? it. Okay. When you think of people who are spirit-filled counselors, come on, they are providing healing, right? When you think about people who work to unify the body of Christ, like I was talking about this um, come a couple on. Of days ago with some folks, of when we look at people who are working actively to unify and to reconcile come the on. body.
0: Come on, baby. healing? You are healing. A body. You are participating in in the the healing healing
1: work of the body. Body. So when we think about how does the spirit power actually show up, come on. How can we know? Yeah. And how can we experience that power? And how can we walk in that boldness? Yeah. It's in all of these ways. It's in witness. It's in miracles. It's in healing. It's in power. Yeah. It's in all of these things. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to sort of like just stratify or, or or sort of minimalize them to these different sort yeah. of areas of things that we stereotypically call miracles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ladies, it's yeah. a miracle mm-hmm. when we go against the culture and give come, come on, come it's on. It's a miracle when we go against our flesh and love our husbands and our children yes. and our neighbors yes. sacrificially.
0: Yes, ma'am. A, it, those are miracles. It's a miracle when you engage and allow the spirit to bear fruit in you of self control, yes. of patience, mm-hmm. of kindness, of goodness, there's no law against these. Things. Those are miracles because, in and of yourself, you cannot orchestrate them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a, it, listen, I'm talking about it's a miracle when somebody who says too much can keep quiet. And it's a miracle when somebody who doesn't have the courage to speak can speak up. Those are miracles we talk about the Holy Spirit actually being active mm-hmm. and creating in us yeah. these great things. Yeah. And so when I when I um, bring us back from our tangent and look at her life, I'm like, this is it is an encouragement to me. Oh, that's not a tangent. That was just stone. I mean, that truth. was going all the way in. We, we were. We did go all because
0: there. it is necessary because we minimize. You know, I I think about this a lot, um, and I've been thinking about it as I've been in scripture as well, Leah. This is the part of the Trinity that we do not talk about. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We don't talk about the, the the who the Holy Spirit is, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know, and and what the Holy Spirit has been sent to do mm-hmm. um, through His people, and so I through the Triune Godhead. And so, what I'm saying to you is, is that. If we're not talking about the Spirit, now I see why we be inactive and we mm-hmm. we we walking around in fear and oppression and 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 and, and, and uh, a lack of a lack of a uh, submission mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to the ways of God because we are not pursuing the third part of the Triune Godhead. Mm-hmm. And 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 I I want to say this even as an encouragement to us and to our sisters. For those of you, you know, it's good to reclaim your um, your faith story and be able to identify where are you, where are you often prone to land in your Christian experience doctrinally, mm-hmm. denominationally, and be able to say. Uh, Lord, well, we t- I can tend to focus so much on Christ that I forgot that you left your Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. Spirit, l- remind me yes. of the truth of the, the the Spirit that indwells me. That yes. y- your Son Jesus Christ left. He left His Spirit mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. and so um, I just want to encourage us mm. because we don't we don't lean into the Holy Spirit. Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry and content of The Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. You can help us by leaving even a one sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives. So girl, what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do
1: it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Urban Christian Woman, Facebook, The Urban Christian Woman, and on our website, which is theurbanchristianwoman.com. How do we cling to a better narrative?
0: In this area of our lives, Leah,
1: you know? Well, we know that we are empowered as God's people by His Spirit to meet practical and spiritual needs all around us, Mm -hmm. right? Because it is a witness to God's power. And so when we think about renewing our minds around this narrative, Mm. we know that we can trust and expect that God will use us to Mm -hmm. show hope and power. That's so good. You know, through his spirit in our life, in our witness, in our service, in all these things we were talking about, right? Yeah. And so we know that God has in his power by his spirit has already showed up in our lives because we are transformed by his love. That's right. And so we can walk out a transformed life in his love through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And he has promised to use that to show his glory. Yes. So when I think about that, I think about we're trusting in his promises. Mm. He has promised to use us, surrender to the Holy Spirit, to show his glory into the world, to multiply his people and his family. Mm. Mm. To me, I'm like, so I got so my marching march. yeah so that so that coworker
0: that you're at work with that you keep having spiritual conversations that's not you just pursuing them that's the holy spirit
1: Amen.
0: drawing them to himself and using you just like he used tabitha
1: mm-hmm. on that note on that note thank you lord let me pray for us god we thank you so much for giving us just such richness in your word. Mm We thank you for the witness of the life of Dorcas Tabitha who who has shown um, us what it means to trust in the Holy Spirit's power to make fruitful our lives and to be used to multiply your kingdom that you want to use. You want to use the service. You want to use the suffering. You want to use the sanctification. You want to use the scriptures, all of it. To Multiply your kingdom, to multiply your family. Yes. And so we look mm-hmm. to you that you would put your your word deep in our hearts and S-R- it would transform us. Yes, Lord. That we would believe in the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, that we would walk in confidence of that promise that you will do greater things than these through your spirit mm-hmm. at work in your church. And so we thank you for um, this series. We thank you for the collective witness, the great cloud of witnesses mm. of the women that we looked at in yes. Scripture. Would you use their lives to begin to encourage us, to begin to um, direct us. Would you use them um, to show us what a surrendered life looks like and that you are calling us to that too. Mm -hmm. Lord, for this, we thank you and we give you the glory in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed day, ladies.